You are now listening to Pete Geek. Okay. STFW, you filthy noobs. Don't forget to like and subscribe for another exciting episode of Pete Geek. I'm LeetJez69, and with me is XXXAlexXXX, Mega Racist Slur Liam, Stephen, but with three E's instead of E's, and Mega Super Communist Ash. I'm going to bang your mother because today's topic is video games. Sorry, no, no. I heard all of that, and I still don't think it's real. Are you going to bang my mother? Is Ash going to bang my mother? What's happening here? Uh, I mean, That's just how long my name is. <laughs> Look, how can I relate this back to... Uh, cooked by a space alien. I mean, Mass Effect, you could fuck space aliens, so there you go. I'm already on board. They're like hot aliens, though, right? They're like basically humans that are like painted. Pretty much, yeah. Have they, they, got, they, have they got extra bits? They're bipedal, the majority of them. Bipedal? They have, they have how many penises? Uh, what? <laughs> they are bipedal. <laughs> bipenal. Bipenis? Bipenis. Bipenis! my... That was my one joke. So we thought we would, um, like, we're not doing an episode on the PS5, because fuck that. Like, what is there even to say? It's a box that plays video games. Jesus Christ, if you've got any more to say about it, get a grip. Um, oh, that's so fucking aggressive for no reason. Like, there's a lot of people that are genuinely excited. Jez is just out here like, oh, this thing's just been announced that could be really interesting and probably drive our uh, popularity on certain streaming sites. Nah, fuck that, we just good talk about video games, because my name's Jez and I see everything. No, we said it now, we're going to get it in the tags and that's it, that's it. They got it in the tags. Yeah, that's, that's all we needed. His ego has been strong. Guys, look, I'm just thinking of the algorithm. If I keep saying PS5 at random intervals and you keep it in, then the algorithm will drive it based on search-based like nonsense. Yep, that's yeah? true. I don't think that's how the algorithm works. I mean, to be fair, I've pre-ordered the PS5 and I'm fucking looking forward to it. That's fine. You're allowed to enjoy it. I just don't. I just don't like this. <laughs> I don't like, think we need obsessive... to do a full episode on it. Yeah, it's like fine. there's not there's not enough content to do a full episode on it. Not an interesting one anyway. It looks like a router. It does. It, does. Like router. it really yeah, does. Actually, the more and more I look at it, it looks like the crack in the. You remember in Dead Space with the what was it called, the monolith or something? The... Yes. Uh, yeah. It just looks more and more like the center of that, and that worries me. What? The big red bit. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys aware that pretty much every game console to date has been given an anime version of itself, like an anime girl version? Yeah. Uh, I want to see what the PS5 anime girl looks like. Curvy. Yeah, the anime version of the PS5 look okay. Did you say curvy? Yeah. Yeah. I mean the. I mean the. It is very curvy, like a console. It's the Xbox, the one that's just a box. Like they really yeah, is yes. just a box this time. It's literally just a. It's a tower. I'm gonna be honest. It's a PC without Windows. This is all it is. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I was gonna say like it. It just seems like they've just built a PC and then just put the Xbox like OS on it. <laughs> Logo on it. <laughs> they just stuck it on with a fucking like, sellotape. And like their fun as well. Like even their fun is just a like a high end PC fun. To be fair, we were discussing this uh, the other day, that Xbox literally has a win-win at this point because they are either aiming people to buy a fucking console to play the games or they're putting it on PC for them to then also play play the games. So they can't really lose in this circumstance. Either way, either way someone's going to get Game Pass. Because everyone's got a console or a P- PC. Yeah, someone, uh, Game Pass is great. They, you know what? I've worked out how they lose. No one buys the games? Uh, it's no if it, No, no, if it turns out that Bill Gates is a nonce. Can't really argue that. <laughs> yeah. Now, if it was Phil Spencer who turned out to be a nonce, then they'd be screwed. Who the fuck is Phil Spencer? Xbox head. Him and his variety of uh, like sports jackets. Give me, give me real bad vibes. I think, I think he designed the box console so he wouldn't be attracted to it. <laughs> no curves. <laughs> Not curvy I mean, I enough. Need to, yeah, I need to look up. I haven't actually looked up the new Xboxes uh, anime girl either. But they also, they also did the, uh, they also did the Xbox S as well, like the Series S, the sexy version. 
It's basically, yeah, it's a budget version of the Xbox X. All it is, um, I, I explained this in the difference between the S and the X to one of mine and Jez's old flatmates. Basically, the Xbox Series X can play all games up in up into 4K, whereas the S uh, will not play Xbox One games into 4K, and it has some lesser hardware. It will still play all of the Xbox Series X or S games or whatever, in 4K, just not the old ones. The new Xbox also has bigger tits than the PS5 in the anime girl world, so I don't know if that'll sway your decision either way. I mean, I'd kind of assume so with it being chonky. It's not chonky, though. It's just one chonk. It's just <laughs> one big box. One of the things I will say that I am excited for is um, there was a recent trailer for Cyberpunk 2077, and I didn't, like, I didn't think I'd get more hype for that game. But every time I see it, it just looks better and better. It just looks like a version of GTA that just makes me want to come. Wait, does the regular version of GTA not make you want to come? Right. Does GTA, like, does regular GTA have... <laughs> no. Does it have genital sliders? Yeah, where's my genital slider, GTA? That sounds more like a Saints Row thing. Saints Row? Oh, God, Saints Row, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It went a bit off the walls in the newest one. I think 4, they had superpowers. Yeah, yeah. It was it was Matrix. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like a simulation. But it was ba- wasn't it just like essentially they released uh, DLC as a full game though. That was um, Gar of Hell. No, no, they did uh, DLC for Saints Row Three where you had superpowers, and then ah. they just released Four as like the full game with superpowers. Mm. Fair play. To be fair, it is a fucking. So, fun what's game. your most anticipated game? Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> Have we not covered this? Uh, like, for what little we've seen of it, uh, Final Fantasy 16. Like fuck when yes. that got announced. Oh no, yeah, that looks like, good. As I well. almost came. That made me cream. I still haven't seen the trailer for that. Bringing it back to the creaming. No, always <laughs> Pete Geek. Always creaming. Not gonna lie, the uh, what was it? Harry Potter, the Hogwarts Legacy thing looked pretty damn good. It does look great, but I will not be supporting that game. Why? Uh, J.K. Rowling's death will be oh, profiting yeah. even a small amount of it. I forgot about that. Fuck that bitch. And it won't be a small amount. So I'm going to wait for it to roll into like CEX stores or something and buy it two years from now when it's like a fiver. Make sure you buy a console with a disc like driving it then. Yeah, don't get the digital version. Well, shit. <laughs> I pre-ordered the one with the disc tray because I can't be fucked with that shit. Well, yeah, it's like a it's like a hundred quid more, right? So it's just like you buy like, a f- uh, like six games 70? or something on like... Um, well, a few games like on discount, and now you've like made up the price. Pretty much, yeah. I I quite enjoy it. So to circle back to Final Fantasy 16 for a second, I am I am watching the trailer now while we do this podcast because I just wanted to be informed. Uh, I'm impressed. It appears as though the main characters of this one are all adults. That's yes. Uh, yes. going to be that traumatic event, and then he's going to go puberty. Edge Lord McGee, who gets a tattoo on his face. It it travels in time, from what people have gathered. Oh, he also he is the phoenix in it as well. Which, considering they haven't used the Phoenix for God knows how many games, like they used it in fourteen, but they used it as more of like, like we a, don't talk about that. They used it as more like a scapegoat type thing, like to rebuild the the world, like no, rebuild classic the Deus Ex Machina. Aren't they questioning? Is it the crystals or something? I can't remember. The uh, yeah. Did you just ask if in a Final Fantasy game they're questing for crystals? They're always questing for crystals, Liam. No, no, as in like they're questioning whether or not they're a good thing. They don't know if the crystals are telling the truth or not. They think they might be lying. Because oh my god, I was gonna I was gonna make a joke that are the crystals talking back and no that you apparently no, that's the thing true. they're literally <laughs> talking to rocks. But uh, not Dwayne. So, so for what people have gathered is there's only one elemental like uh, god essentially. So like uh, Echions, I think they call them. Yeah, Echion. Yeah. 
So there's only one elemental Echeon in it. So if there's a, like, the Phoenix is for fire. So there, there can only be the Phoenix Echeon. But then Ifrit comes out of the ground. And in the trailer, like, what, another fire Echeon? What the hell? Uh, so it's gonna, I'm, I'm assuming that it's basically you're going to go around and awaken all the other Echeons to fight them. Hmm, Echeons. Ash, I'm not going to lie. I have no idea what you just said. I think <laughs> what is an the, like, that meant nothing to me. <laughs> I assume gods. <laughs> so Shiva and Ifrit, all of like the gods in it, they're actually just called Echeons. They're not called right. gods. Okay, that's fine. It, so I'm a little bit more clued up now, but I think honestly this is what I... This might be like the Kingdom Hearts situation where it's like, either you know this stuff or you just don't have a fucking clue what's going on. Surely, like, even the people who know what Kingdom Hearts, like, is about are still, like, they don't know what's about. I don't think the writers know what that game is about. I was going to say, I've played Kingdom Hearts and I still don't understand a fucking thing. I mean, you can simplify Kingdom Hearts real easy. It's just really bad people want to take over the Earth and the light stops it. Okay. I feel that. Hey, it's Star Wars. But I've also yeah, had to watch a video explaining the timeline of that game. Yeah, the timeline is fucked, but the story is simple. Like, the storyline is simple as fuck, but the timeline, they don't know what they're doing with it. Expl- so explain to me how the timeline fits in not in a boy, yeah? This is why I said the timeline's fucked. <laughs> I hate the The time. story is simple. The timeline is fucked. Also, the naming convention for the games is fucking bizarre. Yeah, like, oh, this one's set in between this and this, so we'll call it point eight yeah that really annoys me can we talk about so i'm, I'm circling back to final fantasy 16 again because i'm still watching the trail um but it's just sort of happening in the background can we talk about how the young version of the main character his hair was clearly designed to look like a bird beak yeah because he because is he's he is the, the phoenix, phoenix. Yeah. i know but that's a bit heavy-handed i feel well he turns into the phoenix so it's sort of like <laughs> does he go it's foreshadowing sort of like, it's foreshadowing he's my weird friend and occasionally he goes bro <laughs> <laughs> don't know what that's about just sounds like a chocobo mid-conversation oh my god i just realized he's got a pet chocobo as well yes. <laughs> it's oh, so yes. heavy-handed don't they ride the chocobo at a battle yes they, they are Fuck. war chocobos Oh, Guys, God, we talk about chocobos. Great. I feel like it's also for the first time in a long time we've went back in time in it. It's like yeah. we're actually back to the medieval time. Yeah, because it's all it's all high tech stuff at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's um, like fifteen was magic tech. There's a real question that I have to ask though, and there's only one person on this podcast that can truly answer things for me is uh, Alex. How do you think the pants look in Final Fantasy fifteen? <laughs> Mate, it's good. It, it's I, good. I, is I, it? Good quality. They're good right? pants. They are good pants. Oh man, what kind of pants are they? Jess, you're looking at them. What, what, explain the pants. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've just closed the thing, but I think I, for what I'm, uh, it's very period of... You open that shit It's very up? period appropriate. Very period appropriate pants. We're talking like medieval style pants. <laughs> but with a bit of a... Very like medieval like yeah. armor. Very good. I'm but it's got a bit of that Final Fantasy charm to it, you know, where like they'll have to do up the... Uh, I mean, the general vibe is that they make them like... Like, it's like... Final Fantasy is like sci-fi but camp, and this new one is Final Fantasy is like is like medieval times but camp. Final it's Fantasy how they is like sci-fi but camp. Did you just say to me? Yeah, that fantasy genre. Yeah, yeah. I, everybody agrees with me except you, Stephen. So, Stephen, have you have you played have you played Final Fantasy fifteen? Not yet. I've been meaning to get it since it came out. So you drive car. You literally drive a car around a, an entire continent and just kill things with high tech weaponry. And your gay friends. Yeah, and it's it's four boys on a road trip. Four hot boys on a gay on a road trip. Basically, yeah. you're just describing the plot of Devil May Cry Five. Pretty much, yeah, it's yeah. Devil May Cry Five. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Except not as good. I mean, uh, argue, arguably Whoa. better. <laughs> no, it's not. Much better than Devil May Cry Five. Much better. Fuck that. Devil, Devil May Cry Five was amazing. Devil May Cry Five is just a hack and slash. You're insane. And it was great. There's nothing else to it. It's so dumb. There is a point 
where you kill someone, you turn their essence into a hat and dance like Michael Jackson. No, but I killed a god and made it into my bitch and made a sword out of it. Yeah, that's what you do in Devil May Cry. That's what you do in Final Fantasy. <laughs> but it's not nearly as gay in Devil May Cry. Well, I mean, I don't know, actually. It might I mean, putting a hat on and dancing after you kill something, that's pretty... Is that gay? <laughs> what? I'll put it this way: the uh, Final Fantasy is the camp version. Devil May Cry is the emo version. Yeah, that's probably yeah. the best way I can describe the difference. Yeah, you know, I'll agree with that. Yeah. We'll, we'll let you have this one. You know, when they're pulling up like the political correctness square, or not political correctness, uh, political party square, where it's like um, far alt right, far right, or whatever. It's just like that, but with varying degrees of fine uh, fantasy RPG on there. So, oh, I can do it now. Imagine a square, right? It's like, well, like an X, you know, and you've got those, uh, those um, like things, right? At the far left is Final Fantasy. Obviously, that's that's camp uh-huh. and fantasy, right? On the far right, you've got Devil May Cry. That's emo and fantasy. The Witcher is right in the middle. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's the good balance between oh. the two. Ah, yes. I can't believe they're re- like releasing another remaster of the ri- Witcher Three. Well. It's a really good game. I it's like it. Skyrim at this point. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be on everything. We're just going to keep cranking it out until you're uh, all playing Cyberpunk. But you see, the thing, the remar- uh, unlike in Skyrim, the remasters of The Witcher are paying for better Witcher games and also Cyberpunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where the Skyrim ones are just paying for more Skyrim. They're just paying for Todd Howard. They are paying Todd Howard to, I don't know, jerk himself off over the games. It's it literally is. paying for staff members to have money at this point. That's all it is. It's just used to fund more remasters of Skyrim. Yeah, my favourite thing about a uh, meme that I saw about Elder Scrolls 6, though, is you boot it up, you are sat there for a good solid five seconds as it blank loads, you're walking along a field, someone kidnaps you, puts you in the back of a car, and you just <laughs> wake up again. Todd Howard, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I can't wait till the, the bit where you get your... It's like, they have like, oh, we've got this new system, it's called like magic, uh, magic books, and you read them, and they take you to brand new worlds, and you, you go through, and you load up the game, five minutes in, you open the first magic book, and it just immediately boots you into Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you open a book, you just hear, Todd Howard, you son of a bitch. It's like jokes on you, we, re-bit, we just remade Skyrim. Again. Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim 2, you like Skyrim Boogaloo. How many times will we do this? What's the most recent like game that you've played that you've really enjoyed? Um, like, new one, I guess. Has anyone actually played any new games recently? God of War. Football Manager 20. <laughs> Does that count as a new game, Jez? Like, number 20 of Football Manager? What's so different? The twi- They changed a the lot. Spreadsheets are bad. <laughs> High-def spreadsheets. The spreadsheets are better than ever. <laughs> They're almost like real-life spreadsheets. I'm going to back him up here. I did find one that I actually... So occasionally I will like try games out and then decide I want to play them on a different platform. Like, um, because there's some games that I are like, this is a console game, or this is a handheld game, or this is a PC game. Like, I don't play Foot Manager on my yep. laptop, and I would never play it on a console because, like, it's a, it's a PC game. You need a it's, mouse it's for me firstly. <laughs> sitting up, yeah, it's for me sitting at my desk doing that, right? Recently, for my computer, I got this game called Faye Tactics, which is like this fun little uh, Final Fantasy Tactics kind of esque game with nice isometric graphics. And I've decided that when I have some cash, I'm going to get it on my Switch because it feels like a perfect handheld Switch game. And it's like this really neat little, quite like pretty uh, isometric uh, tactics game they've, they've someone's made. I can't remember what they're called. Yeah, my my the one I've played recently is Nexomon. Yeah. It's called. And ah, you told me about. It. Yeah, it was. It's literally just a Pokemon ripoff. But it's actually done a lot better than like the more recent Pokemon games. It's like it's the second on you can get it on Switch and there's a free to play version, I believe, on your mobile device, like any mobile device. Jesus Christ, that's just fucking Pokemon. Have you seen that Pokemon MMO? Like that what's it called? Like Oh, Post War Master Sex. I love how many rip offs there are on the uh, like 
Google Store and stuff. There's fucking everywhere. The thing that baffles me about Nexomon is that Nintendo allowed it on their system. Temtem. Have you guys heard of Temtem? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I that want is to play that so Another much. one that is literally just a Pokemon ripoff. That it's needs cra- to go on It's Switch. crazy that Pokemon's letting this get away, but I suppose it's just become a genre at this point. Yeah, like, they can't, they don't own the rights to, like, capturing monsters. And if, if the worst thing you can say about a game is that it is basically a different version of that style of game you like, then it's like, uh, like, uh, who here has played uh, Digimon Cyber Sleuth? Yes, I have. I have played yeah. Digimon Cyber Fantastic Sleuth. I watched Jez play it for about a month straight. Um, genuinely one of my favourite games on the planet but and has in my opinion one of the best stories of a uh, Pokemon style game if you know what I mean it's one of the most fun Digimon games as well oh yes Uh, because I mean I'm sure we've all tried to play the various yeah me and Jez tried to play a game once called uh, was it Digimon Adventures World or something or the newest one that came out and your Digimon had a life cycle this right so that is amazing Jez you love that game, Jez. We played that for I so played long a lot in Gresham. Of it, but it, I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it. The worst part was constantly grinding these fucking um, uh, like Digimon to go to another area to get better levels. And then by the time you walk there, because you've had to level them up to a certain point, they die and you'd be back at the start. I remember vividly playing three of the story missions and then going, oh, I have to progress. Oh, but I'm really close to this strong Digimon level and I'll go my way so I can just blast that bit of the story. I walked into the game area and I went, and, oh, Jeremy has died. Jeremy Mon has died. Go back to the start. Why the fuck was it called Jeremy Mon? Uh, I, I, I pulled one out my ass, Jez. What do you want from me? <laughs> I just I just see it as like a Digimon meets their fucking Dark Souls at that point. I don't. It's like, oh, you died. Now you can't level up. So get back to, the, to fucking grinding again. I mean, like grinding till death and then the next generation takes on the like... Well, however far the last generation got is 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 just a depressing notion for a video game. I feel yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit on the nose. I enjoy it. I just felt like we're not like. <laughs> I was gonna say it wasn't uh, Digimon Cyber Sleuth made by the guys who did Persona, or am I Basic, just making that up? I think you are absolutely like, making that up. It's a very similar style game, but I don't think I did really enjoy playing Cyber Sleuth after watching Jez play it non-stop for about a month in, I think, second year or first year. Jesus Christ, he did not stop. And then the sequel one, like, the sequel to it's just, well, would you call it a sequel? Is it one of them where it's set in, like, a different perspective or some shit? So that you, it's literally set from another team. Yeah. It's... It was a little bit bullshit. <laughs> As I remember, there's a bit where you're watching your character from the other game beat the shit out of a giant dragon in the sky and you're just like hacking a like Coke uh, dispenser or something. So like, and, like you'll walk down a, an alleyway and you'll see the main character from the first game run down a, the other way. And it's just like, oh, so this is where the paths like go their separate ways. It's, it's very blatantly obvious with it. Also, Liam... Uh, uh, Atlas developed Persona Five, and Media Vision developed Digimon Cyber Sleuth. Yeah, you can you can tell because you can't bang your teacher in Digimon Cyber Sleuth. Mate, I wish you could bang your teacher in Cyber Sleuth. That's that's the number one hallmark of a good game yeah. in my eyes. Or, or your doctor, or <laughs> anything else, like anyone you can talk to. Basically, men only want one thing, and it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were going to go through these, but uh, what was the ge- one of the games of your childhood? I guess we'll go go on to that. First game I remember playing like vividly is Crash Bandicoot. Like fuck yes, that game prepared <laughs> me for Fall Guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank goodness. I mean, because obviously you needed preparing for Fall Guys. <laughs> I, I like 
I was out here not prepared for my platforming skills to be relevant in 2020. Like Destiny, right? There's platforming sections in that. <laughs> let's not talk about Destiny's platforming because let's let's not, yeah, yeah. I will have let's a breakdown. Let's not talk about the whisper. It's the worst idea. I was going to say, games of my childhood, I was going to say Knights of the Republic. Knights of the Old Republic was probably the one I've played so fucking much. I still play now. I was going to say, isn't that just a game of your now? <laughs> it's a game of my childhood. Continue. It just never went away. And it was a good, it was a well-made game considering it was Bioware in 2003 as well. I mean, Bioware used to make good games. Yeah, I was going to say, Bioware got worse, not better. Uh, one of the games from my childhood, which I written, like, I've written down, is Kid Clown in, Chase- in Crazy Chase. What? Sorry? Kid Clown in Crazy Chase. I didn't know they made a, st- a game about Steven. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> so it's literally, it's for the N64, I believe. It could it could be for that. Uh, clown is I spelled with a K. Growing up, yes, kid clown is spelled with a K. This isn't clown. even fucking chess. He's a racist clown. You literally just chase after some guy that tries to blow up your girlfriend. Man, what did? That is that is that is like the gist of what I gathered, like of what I can remember from playing that game. Like, Good I, God, I can vividly shite. remember it as like you run. You literally just like you run from the top of the screen to the bottom of the screen, chasing after the like the uh, fuse of a bomb and just. Obstacles come down and try and knock you and like kill you. Just find a fucking glass of water. Oh my god. <laughs> Carry us like if this is right. Oh no, if this is an issue in your everyday life, here's my thing. If you're aware there's a man who's constantly trying to blow up your girlfriend, invest in a good super soaker. Like, just carry it on your back, and it's the guy's like, Why'd you carry that? Dick keeps trying to blow up my girlfriend. Oh, that's not real. There it is. Problem solved. This feels like some hardcore victim shit. I cannot believe you just beat the game without even seeing it. <laughs> it came out, they, re, they remade it, uh, re-released it on the PSP. <laughs> so another game that you, you might actually fuck? know is Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. Right, okay, they were great. But I the, re, the, the best part about it getting it, like if you got Adventure 2 on Dreamcast, because their memory cards came out and you could actually use it as like a Tamagotchi, so you could put your chows from Sonic onto your memory card and then take it to school and play with it at school and just be like, I'm just like, everyone else was there, Tamagotchis, and I was sat there with my chows. The 90s were a weird time. I love that Ash's version of the 90s, everybody had a Tamagotchi. It was just swarms of Tamagotchis. I mean, I mean it literally was in my school, yeah. He's not wrong, I'm, yeah. I didn't have a Tamagotchi. We had, like, mock tests and all you had was, like, beeping in people's pockets <laughs> on their fucking Tamagotchis dying and stuff. It was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! What a way to go! You just, you felt... Oh, sorry, teacher. He's taken too many shit. We felt so bad every time we heard the beeping in our classes because you just, you just knew that a, a Tamagotchi just died off the set and beep it made and you're like, oh, no, one's just died. Does it just, does it just keep beeping and then suddenly just stop beeping? <laughs> <laughs> it like it's like does like a weird chime to say it's died. It's like a sad beep. It does like a death yeah. rattle. It's like a sad beeping, oh and it's God. just like it's so sad. Beep, beep. It's like there's someone just gently takes out a puts their tamagotchi on the thing, and just like put a pillow over it. It's just like I'm putting it out of its misery. <laughs> Wait, is he smothering the tamagotchi, Stephen? <laughs> Stephen just smothers his tamagotchi. Yeah, I, I was I was a weird kid. That also answered my next, like the next question. How to kill way. a team? GameCubes were uh, my console of my childhood. Yeah, Jez, we haven't had your game of childhood. Uh, I was actually, I mean, can I tell you? I mean, mostly my game of my childhood was Pokemon. I played like shitloads of the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games growing up. Uh, but I was actually going to tell the story of the time I bought a copy of Pokemon Fire Red off my good friend. Who it's bizarre that he's still my good friend after this, and I uh, didn't actually have enough money. 
Uh, so Steve? I ended up paying. It was no, it was um, our our mutual friend Joe, and I ended up paying most of the price of the game uh, that he'd asked of me in like one and two piece. Uh, so I handed him like a easily two or three kilogram bag of two peas and was like, it's all in there. <laughs> and he was like, you piece of shit. I'm never going to, like, I have no idea if this is actually the right amount and there is no chance in hell of counting it out. I love the idea that you turned up with, like, either a bag with, like, a dollar sign on it. But my personal favourite is, like, a metal briefcase. <laughs> He's just like, Kunk, I've got it here. Click, click. You son of a bitch! No, he's like he's he's like fully standing up with the briefcase and like just unlocks the top like the top of it so it just flunks open and all the, <laughs> all, the all the coins just go all the way to yeah. the floor. I was still I was actually imagining I I go into the exchange and I'm like you got the goods and he gives me the game and I'm like right and I slap the briefcase down on the table in front of him and go. There you go. And I walk away, and as I'm walking away, I just he just clicks it open and opens it, and it's like, you son of a bitch, and pulls a gun on me. <laughs> what do you think you're doing? This wasn't part of the deal. Uh, to be fair, you were a big JRPG kid, though, weren't you? I played Final Fantasy a lot growing up, but I didn't, I didn't play the main uh, games as much. Mostly, I played a lot of 8 uh, when that came out. Uh, famously... One time I hadn't quite figured out the active time battle system. Uh, and in my head I thought it was just like a bizarre version of the regular turn-based system. I didn't realize that it like... You know, so basically if you leave uh, like enemies in that game and just don't do anything, they will attack you as their... Like, uh, their yeah. ATB bar fills up. Yeah, their ATB bar fills up. It's a whole thing. So um, I was just like, oh, it must just be regular turn-based. And because my parents were like, you know, normal responsible parents, they didn't let me play video games all day. So sometimes when I had with the old games, I would just leave them like on, turn my TV off, and then come back to them when I could get back to playing games. Tried to do that with this, and when I came back to it, I'd obviously been killed by the enemy I'd been fighting. <laughs> I was very distraught because the last time I'd saved was like three hours prior. Oh, <laughs> uh, I remember you having a story about a save game on Pokemon Emerald where you literally couldn't save. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, my version of Pokemon Sapphire got dropped in a glass of water. And it kind of fucked up the internals so that every time you tried to save, it froze. But it worked perfectly fine apart from that. So um, I just never saved or stopped playing. I would just... And this was like on a Game Boy Advance as well, not like on an SP. So I would just play the whole of Pokemon Sapphire from start to finish without saving and without ever stopping and then be like, right, cool. And then that would be lost. Like, I'd be like, oh, cool, game's lost now. Gotta do it again. That's so fucking zen. <laughs> I'd, I'd hate to think that you'd gotten so far in fell in love with the team and then your fucking Game Boy died or something and you had to start again before the Elite Four or something. Well, you always oh, Before I started a session like that, you always got to put fresh batteries in because you cannot change batteries once you're going. So no you've way. got to make sure. This is a one-time thing and we're going to sit there until it's fucking done. That was God, the batteries, intention. Batteries in portable consoles, that's a fucking blast from the past, isn't Roll it? back. I know, right? Imagine having to put batteries in your Switch. I think I'd cry. <laughs> you, you, I know, you know that there were, like, three days before launch, some guy was like, did you guys put a battery cover in this? And they went, why would you need a battery cover? He went, oh, I forgot I'm not living in the fucking 90s. Um, yeah, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> Does that happen to you a lot, Steve? Like, like, Are you asking someone for your pogs? And like, wait a minute, this isn't the 90s. Oh, speaking of 90s, um, I've just bought Tony Hawk's... Uh, remake one and two holy Maybe shit yes. how they managed to make it amazing is it exactly fucking, the same 
it's, that's I mean, all I it want. was they were amazing games anyway. Yeah, exactly, I don't want but any they've changes. managed to actually hold it up. Whereas previously, they've re- remade the old games and they were shit. But these versions are brilliant. Yeah, but the the difference is though that they've remade them this time. Yeah, instead rather of than remastering HD. them. Yeah, I it played is, like, so honestly, much. They hold the, up uh, so well of the originals and also of uh, Tony Hawk uh, American Wasteland. That was another one that I really liked. Yeah, I really want a remake uh, Underground. Yeah, I really I want a remake. I actually never played that. Underground. Mate, those were hilarious. I've got a copy of it. They were like, it was, right when, um, it, it was right when Jackass had like got really big. So like the storyline was just, they, they, all the Jackass people were in it. Or it was like Bam Margaria and stuff. Bam Margaria was in it because like, he's a scare. <laughs> but there was a lot of yeah, Jackass type bollocks in that game though. I mean, yeah, yeah. but it's skating. Did, it kind of goes hand in hand. Did they keep the whole, like, Neversoft's intro in it as well? Uh, the eyeball. keep eyeball. that because the, uh, they're not a thing anymore. But um, Yeah, but it would have been funny. They do have, basically, Hangar in uh, uh, Pro Skate 2 is basically a shrine to Neversoft. That's pretty cool. There's all the posters for the games they did it, a massive Neversoft logo and all that kind of shit on it, so... It's really cool, and it plays really well. The creator park stuff, you can get custom parks people have made. Uh, every single character has uh, stuff you have to unlock for them, um, and it, it, it's just fun. I really enjoyed it. amazing. Who, who else needs to tell us about their games? Oh, yeah, Alex hasn't told us his game. I mean, like, I did play so much Tony Hawk when I was younger, but, like, Alex's feel- game has got to be Metal Gear Solid. No, I mean that's Surely. I mean that's more like later childhood. I'm not even kidding. Like when I was like a kid, kid, I played like a lot of like the Tomb Raider games. But I'm not even kidding. Like I feel like I finished the later Tomb Raider, like the sequels. But in the first game, I think I never even got past the first like level because I just I just went back and put the butler in the fucking fridge. <laughs> <laughs> you just did what every every person who played that game yeah. was like. Oh, you do one mission and you go, all right, this game's actually not that good. I'll just go lock the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I could go either like fight a fight a tiger or I can just put the butler in the fridge. And the butler doesn't it's fight like, back. Mm, I'm going to go put the butler in the fridge. Yeah. And it, you shoot the butler, he just like, he teleports his tray in front of him. I miss teleportation from like, and like janky stuff like that. Modern games are too hard to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just play Skyrim or any other Elder Scrolls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> play, any, play any Bethesda game. <laughs> Go play Fallout 76. That'll give you so much jack. Oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Mate, do you think they're like... They're to- like there's probably like a... like a there's, a there's a bit of that company where they're like, guys, um, this 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 one coder, I think he's getting a bit too good. Like, all his code like doesn't have any fucking glitches in it at all. This is not going to go on viral at all. Fire him. Fire it him. works. <laughs> <laughs> and then he turns up CD Projekt Red. Do you think that's in their contract? Like, you, you, will, you are not allowed to get better at programming. I love the idea... <laughs> That um, like <laughs> one guy builds like the most flawless RPG engine you've met in your life, like it's beautiful, and then they're like, right, well, you've made uh, Elder Scrolls Six, release the devs, and they walk in, they just start bugging <laughs> up the code, just <laughs> randomly deleting lines. <laughs> yeah, just it's like, oh, that yeah. cut code doesn't need to be there. Get rid of that. Oh my god, he can go through a door, and he doesn't teleport. Ah, that's not what I feel like. Uh, make it so he glitches into the ground. It's just like one fucking. Depressed prodigy, and then all the fuck ups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just kicked. Like, I love the idea. He's sat there, he's like, I've done my masterpiece is finished. I was hide this. The door slams open, and Todd Howard's there, like, So is this Elder Scrolls? 
Are we, are we using this? It's like Todd Howard breaks the door down with two keyboards in his hand. It's like, you can only use one. He's like, I have found he's a He's typing on both at the same time. <laughs> he's, not, no, he's, not even, he's not even got like a fucking like actual keyboard. It was the keyboard. It's a fucking like piano keyboard. He's just smashing keys. He's like, I'm... A coding is like music. I must make music when I code. The code, the code sings to me. Yeah, it's just making me think of Chang playing guitar <laughs> in fucking Community. Fuck that! It's a guitar. You guys are literally just describing Hackerman from the fucking um, uh, Kung Fury movie. <laughs> Mate, the best, the best oh. bit would be like the prodigy w- waking up. Like on the floor, it's like twenty-four hours later. Like the whole place is deserted except he finally hears, "Oh, you're finally awake." <laughs> <laughs> and as he's lying there weirdly hit wind out of the floor all year is God how are you son of a bitch just Skyrim on a Tomagotchi fucking hell <laughs> oh here's a like, so what was like so we're talking old video games we used to play I, I got into Civ 5 because I used to play Civ 2 on like Oh, a, a crappy so PC back in the day. Like it's a hard, hard game to look at. But no, 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 no. You got into Civ Five because the games we used to play. I mean, I was already into Civ Five before we started playing Civ Five together, Stephen. That might surprise you, but that's why we were able what? to play. That's why I owned it when you were like, "Can we play Civ Five together?" <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been like, "I've never heard of that. What is it?" Um, speak like speak like we all have those moments in video games. I'm gonna remember forever. Like I will for like with Civ Five. It's not so we once played a game of Civ Five, and our friend had basically landed in America and was approaching like nukes and shit, but he couldn't do anything with them because he hadn't researched boats. So he was just <laughs> sat there on an island in the middle of nowhere, just like I'll get you eventually. And there's like me and Jez and uh, Alex. I think you were part of that I, game I as wasn't well. That game. Uh, and we're all just sat there, just like, how are you guys doing? Oh, I need some of this. I'll have some of this. And across the water, you just hear. I'm a nuke. <laughs> Steam like steamrolled straight for fucking nukes without getting sick. Tried tried to be a powerhouse without the basic um, technology. Yeah. Consoles each other. Ash mentioned his were being the Dreamcast. What was everyone else? First game console I was ever given was I was given a Game Boy Color for my birthday. I got a copy of Pokemon Crystal and Looney Tunes Adventure. And you can probably guess which one of those games got played. Yeah, it's Looney Tunes <laughs> Adventure, wasn't it? <laughs> I tried Every, it for yeah. a bit, but it's like a really dog shit platformer and I was like, this is fucking I mean, awful. Yeah. I mean, if we're going with, like, handhelds, like, I had, like, Game Boy Color and stuff, but yeah. I, was, I was just going for, like, actual, like, home consoles. Uh, yeah. I think GameCube was my first home console. Mine was a PlayStation 1. I got PS1, but to be fair, the one I remember playing most was the Xbox, just because I hammered Halo. Oh, no, I think I had a PS1, actually, before the GameCube, yeah. yeah. I remember uh, playing Gex Deep Cover Gecko. Oh, very nice. Oh, that is such a good game. That's Killing a, Santa in that game. That's a fucking um, pull from the past. We... My parents bought, uh, it was me and my sisters, they bought us a PlayStation 1. They didn't buy us a memory card. So in the same way that uh, Jez was constantly rebooting. <laughs> that happened to I me had, with my PS2. Mm, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do here. I, was, I memorized uh, the like first section of Star Wars Episode 1 because I always wanted to finish it. But because we didn't have a memory card, I always had to go back to the start every time. So I was able to say, like, at one point, I was trying to see if I could play it, like, with my eyes closed and I was wandering down my parents walk in there's just me staring at the ceiling with my eyes closed so I couldn't peek at it and they were just like what have we done (laughs) buy that man a memory card we had a similar thing with uh, one of our friends brought a GameCube to uni with him 
and he forgot to bring his memory card. And he was ah. like, well, I'm not going all the way back down south to get a memory card. Like, that's so dumb. I'd have made the post it. So, and then we played uh, Tie the Tasmanian Tiger, is it? Yeah. Or Tie the Summit? Is yeah, that I know what you're on But about. yeah, we, we played that me. and we could not save. So we just left it running all week, just constantly going back to it. Being like, anytime we had like a spare hour or two, we just sit down and play it for a bit and then go off it. <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite things that would ever happen in uni was, you know, when like you'd be like, "Oh, I'm off to do whatever class I've got today," and there'd be some guy like vibing on just like whatever he was in the living room, and you'd come back like an hour later, and he's on the last boss, and he's just fucking screaming and swearing at the TV. <laughs> that was Jez. In our I was going to say, yeah, that yeah. was me. Yeah, yeah that was uh, that was Jez punching the wall at Football Manager. Fuck me. Were, that game. Oh, I love it's it so not much, that it good. So like, <laughs> it is right. Don't make me argue this point. It's better right. than I mean, if I wanted to play a spreadsheet play managing game. I'd play Fire Emblem where I can actually do something with my life. Look, I just don't approve of violence. <laughs> <laughs> While punching a wall. Sorry, <laughs> Mr. Punches Walls when can't manage spreadsheets right. I'm ex- all of my games. I actually, oh, I, have I told you guys I'm a hypocrite, technically? Like, what? so I was actually explaining this to my doctor who asked what I did for a living. And I was like, oh, I'm a 3D animator. I make video games. And he was like, oh. And I was like, you clearly don't know what that is. Please don't engage me in conversation. But he did anyway. Uh, so I had to talk to him about it. And um, I eventually came to the realization that all of my favorite games are like uh, Civilization or Football Manager. Like the most hours I've got in games is probably like Civ and uh, like Football Manager. And they're all games that don't require any animations. Yeah, I professionally animate for video games. <laughs> but I, I would never play any of the games I work on. <laughs> it's like, ew, animations. Uh, I make those. I don't want to watch them. <laughs> oh, third person combat. No, thank you. I love when... Clearly, whoever you're talking to has a vague idea of what you do. Uh, but like, I was once um, talking to, I think it was a, a doctor again, and he was like, oh, so what are you up to at the minute? I haven't seen you in a while. And I was like, oh, you know, I've, I've been uh, at uni doing drama. And he was like, oh, so you've been acting. I've seen actors. And I was like, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what of it? And he was like, you've been in anything I've seen? And I was like, probably not. <laughs> he has been in one thing that we are going to hey. have seen soon. <laughs> That's a teaser for a new episode. I'm so excited to do that. It's going to be fucking hilarious. Next week. You will need to watch it before we get on it. Well, I think we should all get together and watch it together. Do a commentary track. Fuck yes. That's it. (laughs) Circle back. Back on video video games. Uh, Favorite game ever? Disgaea 2. Disgaea 2? Yeah. Great game. It's fantastic. It's it's my favorite game ever. Makes me want to pull my hair out sometimes. It's fun and quirky, but has a really solid gameplay basis, as well as almost infinite content. Like, once you've got through the main story, that's just, like, allowing you to get to the point where, if you're, like, a hardcore player like me, where you're like, all right, well, now I'm going to do all the serious stuff, like, beat all the hidden bosses and get to the end of all the item worlds and fucking beat the Carnage world. And, like, well, I mean, it's it's an RPG where, like, your level can exceed... 10,000 by the time you finish doing all the content. Yeah, your your stats get to like the millions. It's incredible. I love the open-endedness. You can go back to old story missions and like, if they're, you know how some games have like unbeatable bosses? Yeah. You can go back in this once you've got like enough levels in the end game and go beat those bosses and change the ending of the game and like see what would have happened if you just could randomly win in like ridiculous moments of the story. It's I love it. It's so fun. That's really cool. I quite like that. I if we're on that vibe, my favorite like it's technically two games, but it's the fact that it's the same thing. It's Infamous One and Two. I was waiting for just Destiny One and Two. <laughs> Destiny One and Two. I just because, honestly, I love that game to bits, but I've never hated a game more than Destiny Two. <laughs> um, but Infamous One and Two, it's just a- like the sheer when I got hold of Infamous One, 
I was like, oh my god, this is how games should feel. They should feel like I'm just in control of everything. And then Infamous 2 came out, yeah. and it was like, what if you were better than that? Uh, and they gave you like, essentially just a big fucking electric sword. They made it have consequences. The karma meter made sense. Your abilities were better. Everything was just like ramped up to 11. And then Second Son came out, and I didn't really enjoy that as much. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say that, and then and then that game didn't exist. The Infamous series had a slightly sad ending of like not like peaking and peaking, and then just like disappointing. It was like uh, the the other one that was similar to the Injustice, uh, not Injustice, uh, yeah, the Prototype. Like Prototype was so good. Fuck yeah, Prototype was a lot of fun. And then like Prototype Two was even good as well. Like I was, I expected Two would be so bad. Yes, it. It's one of them where we mentioned before, it was another fucking like perspective of the same story, but it felt like a new game, I think. Yeah, like the timeline crossed a little bit. I think it was like it was like four missions from the end of the first game. The second game started. I'm down for like a uh, for like a you know, like make the hero of the of the first game the villain of the second. It's a fun it's a fun trope, yeah, I think. It works. I, I enjoy yeah. it. Um I think my favourite game ever, it, just a Halo franchise in general. I know it's not one game, but one one was incredible. Two was incredible. Three was incredible. We don't discuss what happened after Reach. But... No, it, it, it just it, didn't. The story end at three. Everything ended at three. There are no more. There are no more Halo games. Uh, it's really weird because you know it went Halo one, two, three, and then they like all of a sudden the Halo universe just booted up into the Destiny universe. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I thought yeah, it, it just happened. It died. Don't more space travel happened. More space travel started happening. Master Chief is a guardian. I've, I've you heard it here first. Master Chardian. <laughs> Why would you go with Master Chardian? <laughs> I really want to cross over. Cortana is just his ghost. <laughs> Why not just say Guardian Chief? Why would you go with Master <laughs> Chadian? <laughs> I really want that crossover. <laughs> oh, or even Chief Guardian. What? Oh, Alex, favorite game ever? Okay, so like, I guess it. it I think my favorite thing about like, like the Metal Gear Solid f- franchise is that either all the villains are bisexual, <laughs> or that they're like. Their sexual orientation is just very specifically, it's just Solid Snake. They all passively, aggressively (laughs) just want him. (laughs) It's like every every bad guy. They don't want to kill the world. They just want to fuck this one guy. Sorry, uh, I'm going to need clarification from Alex. When you say Solid Snake, are you referring to Big Boss, Solid Snake, Liquid Snake? (laughs) (laughs) Which snake are you talking about? All of the above. (laughs) The Trouser Snake. (laughs) Do you think there's ever like one of the villains just sat there just like... Oh my god, I really want to bang Solid Snake and a guy goes, Our boss. No, you know, Solid Snake, our boss. No, his clone? No, his other clone. <laughs> Which clone? The dead one or the old one? <laughs> Even the scientists got a hard on for Snake. They keep cloning him. Can we yeah, can we talk about that? Do you want to be in that development meeting where the RB sat around and they're like, what is so great about this one guy that we keep cloning him for all our special unit? <laughs> that clearly isn't that good because we need to keep cloning him. <laughs> they're like, we have other soldiers. <laughs> I tell you what was a good spin-off for uh, Metal Gear was Metal Gear Revenge. Revenge. Yeah, Wait, yeah, Revenge. Oh no, I left something out because if I'm not mistaken, and I don't think I am, in Metal Gear Solid Five, isn't the main character just a random guy who's been made to look like Solid Snake? Yes, he's yeah. literally a guy who's had plastic surgery. Yeah. Oh my god, I tried to make him look like me, and he'd still look like Solid Snake. So I, I don't uh, know what you can do to make him not. No, because no, Alex, the whole the, point right, is. So the, the point of the, the, the system they have in play is that all the multiplayer is set before the story of the actual game and you look like yourself and then f- you transition from the multiplayer into the single player in the timeline when the game starts by having surgery that makes you look like Solid Snake so that you can take his place 
or Big Boss. You look like, well, you look like Solid Snake, who also looks like Big Boss because clones. But I think you're there to take the place of Big Boss to run yeah, yeah. the it, Diamond Dogs. Uh, why do we keep like Hideo Kojima write games? Is he just writing like fan fiction about this one high school crush he had? <laughs> but talking about revengeance, though, it segues into no. I mean, no, I need, quick, re- no, 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 I need no, to no, 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 I need to like. No, Stephen, I need to. I need to go back to this because it just occurred to me that whatever it is that makes Solid Snake so good at stealth isn't in his DNA because this other guy in five can take over his position just by looking like him. It's in his face. He's good at stealth <laughs> because he looks like Solid Snake. Maybe the maybe the bad guys like because like you know the bad guys are just ruled by him. What is so you know? What does that mean? Maybe they're just like, this guy can't be a soldier. That's a fucking model. <laughs> What's he even in this fucking desert for? You heard that dude's <laughs> he's, voice? He's too, he's too pretty. He's just he's too for pretty. a shoot. He just, he's just dressed up like a soldier. Alex, oh, now is the perfect him. time to whip out your top-notch Solid Snake impression. Do it. I need to practice this, though. It's been like <laughs> 10 years. That's fine. I'll, I'll, we'll give you a ramp-up, because I want to talk about, like... The fact that Revengeance is the peak of just like... Oh my god, Snake, it's just like in my animes! (laughs) Now, there we go, I've set you up. In the opening, like, mission of Revengeance, you rock up and it's like, what am I doing? And you just slice up a Metal Gear as, like, the moment you walk in, it's like, oh, is it going to be this insane? The boss battle's going to be this big? And it, like, gets smaller and smaller, like, enemies. But you get more insane as you go. Like it's such I remember, a good game. I remember it's literally Metal Gear meets Anna. Yeah, you cut up the Metal Gear and you're like, yeah, I've done this. Then you fight another boss on a train. You lose that. Then you fight a like a robot dog. Then you fight just this random woman on a silo. And then like everything exploding, and you're really got the excited of exploding things. Then you're in a drain somewhere, and you're fighting another dude. And it just keeps going and just going and going. And every time you think you're at the peak, it's just like, oh, by the way, here's another one. <laughs> I also love the definition of stealth in Metal Gear Revengeance is he's wearing a fucking sombrero in Mexico. Oh, yeah, the sombrero. It's it's literally a scene where he jumps in a fucking grate trying to be stealthy, wearing a sombrero and... Is it a poncho? Yeah. Yeah, the the absolute best bit about, like, Metal Gear is that, like, it's got, like, the best AI for, like, sneaking ever, but the actual, like, people in it are just fucking idiots for, like, no reason. Uh, Metal Gear is essentially some guy jumping the shark, and then as he's coming down... He just hits the rocket boosters. <laughs> I feel like nobody... Uh, we just all accepted that Solid Snake uses cardboard boxes and nobody was, nobody's ever questioned it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, no yeah. Imagine just being like... Mate, that, that model's getting into a box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they think no one has ever seen Solid Snake as a threat. <laughs> Why is that handsome dad model climbing into that cardboard box? <laughs> it's like two, two soldiers just walk around the corner and see him climbing in a box and the other's just like, no, 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 don't shoot him. It's propaganda. <laughs> He's wearing it. High fashion is strange. Um, Ash, you mentioned Final Fantasy VIII is your favourite. I realise we haven't talked about that yet. Really? Yeah, anyway. I, I, I just really love Final Fantasy VIII. It's one of the better ones. It is yeah, one of the... It's underrated. I, it's it's the got last, so many good uh, systems in it. It's the last of the Final Fantasies with an adult main character for like a long time. And I yeah. just... I hate all the ones where like... I, I hate Titus so much. He ruined Final Jesus, Fantasy. Because yeah, Titus is... He brought in the concept of like, oh, the main character of these needs to be an emo kid. And in, in, like emo adults are at least like sad and you can kind of relate because they're sad but emo kids you just like grow up you fucking 12 year old to be fair emo adults the difference is is the emotions are coming from a different point of view whereas an yeah. emo kid it's like just shut the fuck up it's also I mean, the look difference at, look at 15 
of like, like Noctis is annoying, and then when he's an adult, he's not annoying anymore. Like yeah. once you come out the crystal in fifteen, you're like, I like this guy because cryy child, cryy child is different to like somber yeah. and quiet adult. Like they used to, the Final Fantasy main characters used to be like solemn and and like like broody, like Batman, and now they're like whiny, like as like like the worst version of Robin. <laughs> As someone who enjoys the Gundam universe, I will hear no bad shit against protagonists that are kids facing a situation they are not prepared for. Like, no, I mean, I just uh, don't want to hear Titus complain about how this is his story, even though it's very clearly not his story. It's Yuna's story. <laughs> it's also very frustrating because Titus seems to think he's the main character of Ten, but he's not. Yuna's the main character of Ten. Titus is just really fucking annoying. And you don't. You also don't have like over a hundred hours in oh, just God, like one chapter. Listen. Of, an, of like a Gundam series. I've watched some that and, feel like that. And you keep having to listen to him say the same whiny shit over and over again. Yeah, like you you kill an enemy and it's just like, ugh, every single time. It's like, oh fucking grow up. At least when you watch a Gundam, it changes the fucking audio. <laughs> when did we just accept as like a, a group of fans that enjoyed Final Fantasy that they were allowed to just randomly just be like, oh, this is 10 and this is 10-2. That's just like a dumb <laughs> naming convention to me. I- Oh, I love the Final Fantasy naming convention because it makes no sense. Final Fantasy Four did that, so like I'm assuming around Final. Yeah, I'm still not a fan of it. They snuck it past them (laughs) just because we accepted it. Does like looking at? Oh no, I still I still hate that. Like it's still a dumb thing. Like thirteen, thirteen, two. Then lightning is now Jesus. (laughs) That's the that's the actual subtitle. Controversial one, that one. I must say, it's like it's like lightning returns, and it's like she literally is Jesus trying to save the world from the dead. Right. I think I think we should call it there, boys. Wait, I gotta I gotta try do this impression without actually even hearing his voice. I haven't heard I haven't heard the beautiful man's voice in a long time. Well, Alex, (laughs) do his uh, smell gets old impression, and then we'll we'll call the episode. Oh, I'm solid snake. (laughs) Hello, buddy. Brawl. It's snack. What the hell? <laughs> it's pretty fucking good. <laughs> it's pretty solid, I gotta say. That's right. pretty spot on, though. That's a pretty solid snake. Uh, remember to like and subscribe. Or, no, I, well, I said that at the start, didn't I? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say I can give you that one. Um, if you, yeah, you can find us anywhere you'll find podcasts, really, at this point. Um, find us on Twitter <laughs> at Peak Geek Podcast, Facebook Peak Geek Podcast, and you might, if you, if you go to Twitter, you might be lucky enough to see whatever me and Jez have been giggling about for a day or two. <laughs> We've been tweeting a lot of stuff. And we find ourselves very. Funny. I feel like I need to go review this myself. You shouldn't. Also, don't be scared to talk to us, guys. <laughs> Please oh, yeah. talk to us. Interact with us. We, uh, we're so we fucking need. bored. <laughs> Make sure to interact with us with the hashtag #JerkThatWizard. Um, we'll see you <laughs> yeah, next yeah, time. Yeah, I love that. Broke <laughs> our ego. Or Ashley Creams. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.